Shut up. <laughs> that is inappropriate. Hold on. Keep talking. I'm just saying because apparently my homeboys in Charlotte can text why they in a coma. All right. Okay. So let me tell you why that's fucking funny. So we're sitting there and shout out to Daryl because he posted this shit. So I'm looking at it and I'm like, all right. It sucks when you see as a black business, you start seeing people post about another black business and you're just like, what the hell is going on? And so when Shorty said he texted me while he was in a coma, that's not what did it for me. Let me move this up. Let me tell you what did it for me. When Shorty said he told me he was in a car accident, made me meet him at the hospital. He came out with an eye patch on. His car was perfectly fine. And she said, this fool gave me Bojangles chicken. That's what I lost it. (laughs) (laughs) And Karina was like, you need to talk to Amir because he might know this person. Because I guess the dude went to Jaywoo. Yeah. And so I didn't do no investigations. Why not? Because I didn't have it in me. What you mean? I was dead from the coma. Shut up. Literally dead. Look. (laughs) (sighs) I'm laughing because uh, the, the shoes that Karina had on at the house. Um. I got him from a black business, bro. It was a pre-order, so I'm not going to say nothing. This might be. I'm going I'm to keep it a buck. I bought him from SIA, so Somewhere in America Collective. And shout out to Devin. Devlin, Devlin, whatever his name is. His, work, his stuff is dope. His business is terrible. I'm not going to lie to you. Um, if you use the email that's on file, he posts on Twitter and Instagram all the time. That email is not active. And when I pre-ordered it, he said, yo, it may take three months. Cool. It definitely took over three months. He's giving the updates. And my thing is, when you update people like, hey, shipping is taking a little too long, you can't be posting like four articles about the U.S. post office is behind schedule. Every You post the same thing every week. And then you need to put an update on your website, like an update page. Tell everybody if you're looking for updates, they are on this page on my website. You doing it through Instagram when Instagram be getting shut down and whatever. It's not good black business. It's not good business. No. And so that was getting on my nerves. And then he's talking about supporting. And it's just like, bro. And then I had a question. And my question can get answered through Instagram. Um, and it won't get answered through the email. But my question was, look, I bought two pair of shoes from you. They're on two different schedules. But you only charge me shipping for like $9 worth of shipping, right? Do I get my shoes? Like, what's going to happen? Are you only going to... You ship my wife's, so I haven't got... Oh, shit. I haven't got mine yet. Sorry, y'all. And so um, I'm like, yo, where we at with this? And bro, never responded. So I'm hoping I still get my shoes, which now we're going into like month four. So it's whatever, man. But yeah, the whole chef thing, one girl um, going back. So if you don't know, welcome back. But we'll get to all that in a minute. There was a chef in Charlotte, and he's so far behind on his food. Um, and he has like the worst business practices. And one girl was allegedly. like, allegedly, allegedly. Thank you. We don't want to get sued. <laughs> allegedly. And one girl commented. She was like, my friend is having a birthday dinner in a week. I'm scared. And everybody was like, girl, just have a backup plan. Just go. Just go cook. At this point, you're not going to get the food. So if you want some food, go go in the kitchen. It is what it, I was dying laughing. Shout out to Daryl. You need to meet Daryl. Shout out to Daryl. How are you? Daryl's mad cool. I'm shooting this wedding. Daryl can't wait. Hopefully, I get fed because if I'm the starving photographer, then we got to fight. Right. Don't nobody want a hungry employee. Uh, all right. You ready to start this podcast? Yes, sir. Are you ready? I am. But first. What? Where is Key? Everybody want to know. <laughs> Where's my girl? Which? Never mind. I don't know what those buttons do. <laughs> yeah, I wouldn't push it. <laughs> um. All right. Let's go ahead and get this out the way. 
Y'all be DMing me, so I'm, I'm gonna go ahead and keep it keep it a butt. Key is no longer with the podcast. Stop asking. Stop DMing. Stop emailing me. Stop. I mean, you can if you want to, but you're, I'm gonna refer you back to minute four of this podcast <laughs> and be like, Key ain't here. Key has decided. Um, how do I want to say this? It's weird. Um, it's weird kind of trying to figure out how to how to present this without being disrespectful. Not that I was I'm going to be, but like I don't want I don't know what she wants out there and I don't know what um I should put out there. But I will put it like this. Key text me a couple weeks ago and was like, yo, I need to step back from the pod. Um and good luck. She didn't say good. <laughs> sorry, Key. Sorry, Key. <laughs> she she said, I'm stepping back from the pod. I support you. Good luck. Continue. To do what you're going to do. And so that's where we at. I mean, I don't know. I would put it like this. Um, if she ever wanted to come back, her seat is here. I still got her stuff up in here. You know what I'm saying? So I guess I know it's over over when she come and collect her shit. You got to get the people what they want. Uh, yeah. If she come back. <laughs> Jay, shout out to Jalen Rose. If she come back and be like, yo, I'm taking this, this, and that. Then cool. I get it. Because it's technically hers. And when she drop out the key, then it's over. But I mean, and then here's my other thing. On a serious note, if Key ever wants to come back, me and her, I have a conversation, and then I'd be more than glad to welcome her back. But for right now, where she's at in her life, from what she told me, it'd be best if she goes in a different direction. So, you know what? But that's the bomb. Being able to say that and know that in 2021, I feel like 2021 is a year of self reflection for everybody. For everybody. Absolutely. Um, That is the bomb when you can do that. I shouldn't have to, we, nobody should have to pull it out of you. Right. And that ain't to her. Um, actually, I mean, if we talking about her and I make the comment, then it's probably about her. But <laughs> here's the thing. All right. It wasn't a sudden thing like, hey, yo, my life is a little too crazy. I got to dip out. You know, say certain things was building up. Certain things was happening behind the scenes. And I know everybody. Uh, here's the thing. A couple of y'all been asking since like episode 90 something like, yo, what's up with Key? Where, where is she at? And I'm like, oh, nothing. She'll be back next week because she really was. And it wasn't literally we she was supposed to come back on on one on one. And she just wasn't able to. And, you know, me and her had some words. And then it was just like, all right, cool. I'm going to take a step back. And so it is cool when you can get to a point and say, yo, I need a break. I need a facts. Do whatever. Because and. Here's a dope part, and I'm not trying to pat myself on the back, but let me get myself in the clip. Sorry. Hey. Um, <laughs> you got to accept that from your friends or people you deem as friends or people you cool with, whatever. You got to take people for who they are. And I wrote her in the conversation. I was like, yo, I asked you to do a certain job. Did you do that job? Yes. Did I expect more? No. And you're, you know, we are where we are with it. So it is what it is. Man, I saw a post once that said, I'm real big on, we could have talked about that, you could have told me that. So, y'all being able to talk about stuff is bomb. Yeah. Um, you know what it is? Uh, this is off of her now, but yeah. and it's just in general. But um, I, I used the whole pandemic to research and search and reflect on friendships and relationships in general. That first started when I got married. Um, and then, then this year, the pandemic slowed everything down. Right. Because in my life, my household, you know, um, I wasn't working for a period of time. My wife was furloughed, um, for a period of time. And, you know, the rest of the people we rocked and knew it, they was working, you know what I'm mm -hmm. saying? And 
um, not to be personal and tell all my family business, but it was just like me and my wife was able to sit home and enjoy each other. Yeah. So much so that we made a baby. Facts. So, so with that, <laughs> um, we was able to enjoy each other and you're able to pay attention. You're able to see like who's around you, who's checking up on you, who's making sure y'all are good, who is hanging out without you, who is, you know, I, and I was able to do that. Now I went back to work quicker than my wife. Right. So now I'm trying to make sure my wife, who's she's way better at saving than I am. So shit didn't stop for her. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. But and that's I thank God because I couldn't imagine <laughs> if you was me or <laughs> I couldn't imagine if I was in a relationship with somebody else. Right. <laughs> and so we're now in this situation that now, um, you know, my wife is helping me out with shoots and she my wife is working for me, so to speak. You know what I'm saying? Shout out to all my clients that sees all my emails and shit. My wife wrote all of them. So if something's <laughs> fucked up, then you got to blame it on her. Excuse my language. Um, but um, anyway, I was able to pay attention to a lot of friends and relationships. And then once my once I knew I was having a son, it became more evident. So I've been judging relationships I had with people anyway. That's true. Um, I've been judging the way certain people who I've called friends in the past or who uh, may think I see them as a friend. I've been noticing how they treat my wife. I've been noticing how they treat my family. I've been noticing how they treat me. I notice when people and the people notice. Like y'all DM me, and some of y'all know who y'all are who DM me. Like, yo, why see your quote unquote crew out without you? Yeah. Um, people notice. Um, I keep it a buck with you. Um, people hit me up after my baby shower and was like, yo, stuff was a little weird. And I was like paying attention. And for me, I was circling around the room in different relationships with people I have with people and speaking to people. And I was like, damn, shit is a little interesting. So I'm saying all that to say, as you get older, as this whole time, I've used it as a self-reflecting, excuse me, and paying attention to that. You know what I'm saying? I was talking to uh, a photographer named Josh. Shout out to the creative gent. I was talking to him today and he was like, man, how's life been since you had a son? And I was like, I've been able to reflect, you know, on my business, figuring out what's most important, um, who's important. Um, I notice who don't text me. I notice who only text me when they want something for free. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? I notice when people hit me up to be nosy. I notice when y'all hit me up about your your ex-boyfriend, your ex-girl, um, you know, shit like that. Like, I pay attention to that. Excuse my language. It's not because we won't be cussing. It's because I'm trying not to curse. I'm trying not to curse. Shout out to my homegirl, um, Mindy, her friend. She put her friend on the podcast and she said, hey, it's language in there. So don't watch around the kids. So I'm trying to be cognizant. I think that's the word. So anyway, I've been paying attention to a lot of that stuff. And I know it's right. It was uh, shout out to my boy, Darnell. Me and him was talking about something. And he was like, yo, why you feel like you got to talk to people that ain't cool with, cool with your family anyway? That's why. Or tolerate people. That's true. Because you don't. Yeah. And then I was like, you're right. So the last year, I mean, the last few months, I've been paying attention. You know, mm-hmm. I had somebody hit me up for pictures a while ago. I was like, nah, just not. Not because I don't need the money. I needed the money. I want the money. But the energy is jacked up. When I dropped my wife off today, when I was taking her somewhere, you stayed in the car. Right. right. But I'm walking with her and I'm like, yo. Don't bring no bad energy back over here. <laughs> we don't Child. have to, you know what I'm saying? And don't that's just where we at. Energy. 
So shout out to everybody, man. I know um, <laughs> I'm laughing because you was laughing at my um, temptation reel about uh, what did I use with David Ruffin that I just posted. And <laughs> and you was laughing. Jamar was laughing. And I was like, the people that was that saw that this was for did not laugh. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and I was like, I know they didn't laugh because I sent it to them. <laughs> And I ain't see no likes. They didn't double tap it. They didn't heart it because a lot of them know they be asking for free shit. I I picked up on that a long time ago, man. I um I literally laugh when people are out without me with people I introduced them to. Oh, co-mingling. Yeah, yeah. Didn't mean you just had that conversation. Tyler, I talked to everybody about co-mingling. How like- I <laughs> Like I was laughing because <laughs> literally I was on Snapchat. I asked my boy, I said, yo, how y'all out, out to eat? He's like, oh, if I, I was about to flag, say this nigga name. Excuse my language. <laughs> about to say his name and flag it. Um, he said, such and such put this together. He's like, where you at? I said, you know, he don't really rock with me. He do that for Instagram. Uh, like, you know what I'm saying? Yeah. Certain people be together and I'm like, oh, y'all got separate group chats. No, we don't. Yeah, you do. Because I created that group chat. Right. And I ain't hear about this. Yeah. And I'm like, if these two <laughs> people are here who ain't never nowhere, if they are there and I'm not there, then something's interesting. You know what I'm saying? I know it's what people create, you know, I just know when shit be, be funky. That's crazy. And I picked up on that at my gender reveal, really clear at my baby shower and just really by people co-mingling and people, um, a lot of it had to do with my wife getting pregnant. Nine months. Let me tell you something. My wife learned a lot about herself in nine months. I learned a lot about everybody else in nine months. I'll put it like that. You know what? On the opposite spectrum of that, too, like just my life and friends getting pregnant or having babies and just getting married, it, it mm-hmm. can be really scary because you have to find your place. Like, I'm not getting married. I do not have kids. You know mm, what I mean? Yeah. So then it's like, where do you fit in? And that can also create a cycle of distance. Yeah. And, you know, um, Shout out to me. <laughs> Where the, clap your hands. Shout out to my dad. <laughs> not to me. Shout out to my dad. When um I got married, he said, when you say I do, you're going to lose friendships. I just want to let you know that right now. Mm-hmm. And I said, all right. Literally got up there, said I do. And it's people who walked out of my wedding who I've never spoken to since. Wow. Um, When I had kids, shout out to my sister and my, my aunt's. Um, pretty much anybody else who had a kid pretty much hit me up. It was like, yo, you about to lose more people. Mm-hmm. And they were like, some people are going to come and see you just to see your kid. They're not even coming to see you. And they was like, don't take that to heart. Right. Yeah. And I noticed that some people was like, yo, I'm going through shit. Like, and me as a parent, I don't have time for that. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? So, um, and to circle back to key, if she ever show y'all what the hell our conversation would be, my last message to her was two words. You know what I'm saying? Was it short? Absolutely. But why was it short? Because in my mind, I'm like, I don't have time for this right now. Yeah, that makes sense. You know what I'm saying? I have, I'm providing for two people. I'm, you know, like I got somebody who's crying right now. You know what I'm saying? I'm trying to make sure he's good. I'm trying to make sure, you know, trying to make sure my wife ain't going through postpartum or if she is, how we dealing with that? You know, it's a lot. So even that message was short, but certain people, I'm just like, man, I don't have time for that, that shit no more. And, um, and I'm cool because I noticed when people didn't have time, they didn't have time for me. Yeah. Um, like I said, I will continue to go back to that. I picked up on that a long time ago. But 
it's all good. This ain't no shots to nobody. Um, and if you got a problem, you got my number. But I still got 90-something messages that's unread, so. You could send it to that email that guy said it don't work. <laughs> Shout out to uh, <laughs> SAA Collective, whatever your email is. Um, all right, now that Amir done got me started and probably didn't cause some drama in the podcast. Not me, man. I ain't shady. Yeah, you know, um, <laughs> sorry, I'm going to go back to this one more time. Then we're going to move forward. My wife asked me, she said, uh, is this an example of why you don't mix business and friendship? I was just going to ask that, like. How do you feel on that? Since you've done it, do you think you could do it again? So in this situation, um, will I do it again? No. Did I feel like I did that here? No, I don't. Maybe. Yeah. And I, it's clear that probably there was a gray line somewhere, right? Yeah. But I um, I felt like I didn't do it here because shout out to my homeboy, Jamar. I Jamar. fired Jamar five times. You know what I'm saying? Me and Jamar didn't mix business and pleasure. Yeah. I've literally hired him. I wrote him um, <laughs> checks. Jamar, Jamar. You know Jamar. Yeah, everybody knows Jamar. So, And Jamar, <laughs> I tell you, I'm probably the worst person to work for. So I try to kill that narrative of us working together. And even in this situation, like, yo, I, me and her and, um, and our parties, right, our friendship, our group chats, People know where money went. People know what was invested in here. You know what I'm saying? We both invest in time. People know how the money was invested. People know, like, all right, this is here, this is there. Um, I say that to say I try to eliminate those things so she wouldn't have to do it. So when if a split ever did come, it was it was quick and easy. Yeah, that makes sense. Um, so my thing was to her, yo, just show up. I just yeah. need you to show up. That's all I need you. I need you to show up, come prepared, be ready to talk. Let's have a good time. And we did that. Yeah. So for me, will I do it again? Um, yeah, I, I clearly said if she ever want to come back to me, I didn't find it as mixing business and pleasure. I don't think I need you to do is show up at a certain day and time. And that's cool. You know what I'm saying? And but I guess the bigger question is, am I ever going to get another host, co-host? And that's going to be interesting. Um, I do want one. I actually want two extra co-hosts. Um, the problem is finding people that's really going to bring value to the podcast. Right. And that counteracts your conversation. Absolutely. You know I mean, I want to, you know, I know I want a black female and I want to do, you know what I'm saying? Um, that's my thing. Now, is that possible? Because like she would even tell you, I, I have, we have strict times that we got to do not strict times. I mean, shit. Only thing, the thing before was like, yo, we just got to record before Friday. That was it. <laughs> so it ain't that strict, but it was just like, yo, you know, um, and certain things were missing. We were missing marks because of time conflict. So it's not even that, but it's just like, all right, y'all see what's up. Um, if y'all got any questions, y'all can hear her up. Um, she probably gonna tell half of y'all to fuck off because I know her. Right. Get and out she, my business. Yeah, she gonna say get out my business or right. she gonna refer y'all to this. <laughs> but, you know, I still love her. She's still Minifold. cool. Um, she can text me, though. She, she don't text me. She gonna text you, bro. No, she don't. She gonna. Well, yeah. she should. You know what I'm saying? And uh, because yeah, I responded right. last, I ain't got a text. <laughs> um, <laughs> all right, man. Let's let's. How we want to do this, man? How we gonna do this? Hold on, hold on. Man, I can understand how it might be kind of hard. Just to let y'all know, I already know Amir did not listen to the Kanye West interview by Nori. No, once what? Gavin told me I was living under a rock. What? What's? I just and I was. <laughs> um, I just want to let everybody know this is probably gonna be a little longer of an intro just because uh, because we ain't been here in a while. Hold on, hold on, hold on. 
For all my south side niggas that know me best I feel like me and Taylor might still have sex Why? I made that bitch famous I made that bitch famous For all the girls that got dick from Kanye West Shout out to Kanye for doing an interview with Nori You mentioned his name two times already Kanye We about to have a little talk about him You know he crazy? He he is Yes, Um, yes, yes, he's crazy (laughs) (laughs) Say that Mike Um, I watched the interview and It was interesting bro Like Um we get done with the I get done with the interview. I watched two all two and a half hours of it, and I'm talking to my wife, and she goes, "So what do you think?" Because everybody <laughs> likes to hear my, uh, especially take. when it comes to Kanye. Yeah, people like to hear my take, uh, especially because I will defend him. Right. That's why I always ask you. So what do you think? So, about that? and I told my wife, I said, <laughs> "You know what's sad about him is he has all he's famous, yeah. right? He has a certain level of power. I'm not and um, people always assume that money." Is what makes people the cool people. No, it's power. Like if I have a, a if I have one dollar in my pocket, but if I if people fear me in a room as I'm the most powerful person, I can do whatever the richest person in the room can do. That is fast. Um, and so he has this perceived notion of power, and that is that is backed by his fame and his abundance of money. And a lot of times, people just let him talk. There's no correction. There's no pullback. And that's the problem with celebrities, right? They have all this powers. They have so many yes people around them that he is allowed to just talk. And so my wife goes, well, duh, if he calls you and say, hey, I want to come on your podcast and talk, what you going to do? I say, I'm going to come in here and let him talk. Right. Because I want the clicks. I want the views. Fuck, You know, but <laughs> I'm watching this interview and he's saying so much stuff. And I'm like, bro, they just letting you talk, man. It was, and it was cool to watch some things he said. I totally agree with. Um, I always tell people I always felt like Kanye was ahead of the curve on certain things that he does and talks about that we jump on later for i.e uh he used to talk about black folks in the fashion industry and how they want you to do the hood stuff and they won't let you tap into these um white brands and then years later we have whether it's dapper dan or virgil Mm -hmm. or we have all these famous black people trying to get into fashion and it's like nah they only want us doing the 50 cent tank tops yeah (laughs) you know what i'm saying and it's like tough that um i tell people all the time this loud just clashing music that's loud that's just like his jesus album if you ever listen to that like it's certain things he's ahead of the curve on now he said a lot of crazy stuff in his interview um and then he got off he got off the interview and just contradicted himself as soon as he got done yeah but do you do you think that's his method yes in my opinion well i've told you this when i first met you i tell everybody I think Kanye West wants a movie to come out mm. back in the future. And I think in that movie, he wants, he's doing all this stuff. So his movie is crazy or a book is going to get written on him. And he has to show, look, I started humble. I rose to this amount of power. I went crazy. I found myself. Um, I did, gave back and I died. And I really think he's writing his script to his life and he's doing shit to make that happen. And every, I, I told Amir this literally when I first met him, we first started talking about Kanye. And I'm like, bro, he's writing, he's writing a book. Like it's clear as day. So he's a manipulator. What he's Absolutely. doing? Absolutely. He's manipulating everybody, which I agree. I think he is. He's a yeah, mastermind. Well, you see, like, he has a He church. only married Kanye. He only married Kim because he said he wanted to. Yeah, well, Not they loved each other. Child win. <laughs> when they were sneaking in them hotels. Nah, he had to convince her that he loved her. Look, for her to that's have his, babies. Um, them babies. That's his girl, man. Child. And I still, I do love, he he did say a couple things about her in the interview. He talked about, um, he said, yo, that's still my wife. 
Yeah, on paper. And he said that. He said, I we haven't separated. We don't have no divorce papers. He said, I still take care and provide and try to protect her as her husband because that's my wife. And right. then he talked about, like, yo, she has people around her that I don't agree with because my kids have to be around her. And I don't think those people. And he's like, yo, I don't even like her publicist. I just want to let y'all know that. He's controlling. Well, I uh, well, look. That's I don't, a lot know, I don't from know, family. Right, I don't know much about the relationship <laughs> about dead ass. I can only tell you about what I think I know. He said dead ass, like people out there believe that you know. You never know. You never know. I know what I know. Let At least st- what I believe to know. Let me start my song. Here we go. <laughs> <laughs> All right, we about to start this podcast. <laughs> um, I want to welcome everybody to the Paid and Exposure Podcast. This is your boy Gavin, aka Coke. It don't matter, Beyonce finna talk, so I'm about to let her get this shit off. One second. She said a lot in two bars. She did. She said, I know my enemies. Pray on me, so pray Pray for me. Please do. Please. uh, There's been a couple of times I called Gavin to Gavin. I need you to pray now. You did. And I remember, you know, the classic black thing is like, hey, can you say a prayer? Okay, yeah, I said it in my head. I stopped what I was doing. I started praying right there. I was like, yo. I was dead serious. I I know you were. And I was like, I got you. That let me know that Amir thinks I can get something through. I called all my prayer warriors. Oh, amen. See? (laughs) Come on, Beyonce. I'm going to let you get this back on. Um, if this is your first time listening, I want to welcome you. I want to thank you for tuning in. Um, I need them sirens going on. Shut up. This my shit. Right. This my shit. I hate when people underestimate Beyonce. Period. Uh, oh, <laughs> I'm not gonna let Amir come in here and turn this into a Beyonce pie because not, he would. it don't even gotta be it don't even gotta be that. Because everybody already knows. Why you love her so much? Greatness begins with uh, Beyonce. Period. And that's not even just being queer in here. That's <laughs> just being Honest. <laughs> I love Beyonce. Hold on, Jay Z. Come on, Jay. Forever and ever, Like Mandela bumping fella on the Puma jet. Like we from Lagos, Mansa Musa reincarnated. We on our levels. That's a billy, a thousand milli. First one to see a B out these housing buildings. I be feeling like Prince. Funk. You sound like Funk Mr. Flex when you hit nose. Look, I think I'm a DJ. Um. <laughs> Look, come on. I literally that brings you back to childhood. This is episode, <laughs> I don't know, 103, if I believe correctly. Um, I am your host, Gavin, aka Coke. I have a great friend in here for you today. I met this guy. Y'all y'all already know him here. We I forgot. This ain't your first time on this. Nah, planet. nah, but we was on a plantation. You can let him know. Yeah, oh yeah, we was <laughs> on a plantation. I love how black people call their job a plantation. It's saved in my phone. Every job I get is some form of plantation. <laughs> I don't even know. Well, I work for myself now. Um, the job called me because I went to dinner there, 
and I still have it saved in my phone as Gavin. <laughs> Gavin's work. So I'm like, who is Gavin and why is his job calling me? And then I answered it and I heard where it was. I'm like, oh, okay, cool, cool, cool. Which I'm mad about because they asked me for my me and my wife's name so that they can give us a card for our anniversary. Didn't get no card. And the reservation was 30 something minutes late. Bro, wait a minute. There's so many breakdowns on there. <laughs> I mean, we don't gotta talk about that. <laughs> But why would they call? They called you. They called me, said, we need you and your wife's first name right. so we can make a card. There's a system for that. It was given. I did not get nothing. <laughs> okay? I want to let y'all know that. Yeah, but there's a system. The whole point of getting a card is an element of surprise. Look. Yeah, and that was the <laughs> other thing. The other thing is I booked this reservations through Open Table. So you see my first and last name. Why don't you just say congratulations to the Bowers? Right. But whatever, man. It or is. they could use the system that they got in place. To get your name because they had your phone number. Oh, how they do that? Mystique. Oh, that's no longer there, but they <laughs> they know your number, bro. <laughs> uh, for those who not know, I met Amir. Um, <laughs> I trained Amir at a job years ago, yeah. and now we here. Child. So long ago, it was like 2010. Didn't you come to my graduation? I'd work, but you came to my after party, right? Yeah. You did you come to the dinner in Mooresville? No, I had to work. So you that just was my to the life. Hotel. Yeah, that was my life. I could not go. I couldn't go to a lot he of your little events, but you, I you couldn't work. go to shit. Um. Anyway, yeah. uh, anything you want to tell the people before we get started? God is good, and I do cuss a lot by the accent. Yeah. Whatever. What I do. Hell, what the hell is this? Somebody sent me. Hold on. Hold on. Hold on. Hold on. What the hell. I will let everybody know that. Because I didn't... I've seen some stuff in the group the last few days that is really getting on my last fucking nerve. Oh. Ooh. And I'm here to say that if you don't like the vibe of my group, then mm. you can get the fuck out. <laughs> I really don't care. She don't care. And if you can't see She's that I spend 24 hours a day pouring myself into this space and into all of you, then you're probably just not ready to hear what I have to say. Somebody say, God, I love you. Keep doing it, mama. You got so many who appreciate you. Fuck them. Wait, I spend all my time pouring into this, so you're probably not ready to hear what I have to say. Let's keep going. <laughs> and that's okay. You can leave. Mm. And then you can come back when you're ready. Okay. And we will still be here for you. Okay. But what I don't want to fucking see is people Ooh. say, this group is a vibe that I don't like. Okay, leave. Ask me how much I fucking care, because I don't. <laughs> like, I don't understand. If you can't see how... Pushing you guys and supporting you guys to build six figure oh. businesses. Six like, figures. Like, thing that we're here to do, then mm, get you the got... fuck out. <laughs> I really don't care. <laughs> like, <laughs> this group, this group doesn't support or encourage critical conversation. This group throws a vibe that's, that I don't like. Okay, bye. <laughs> Leave. And the next time that I see, hold on, baby. <laughs> the next time that I see somebody make a comment like that or like a comment like that, I'm kicking y'all out. You can go. Oh, so she would just okay, want to agree with us. She put the baby down. Day, <laughs> Hold on, baby. Let me tell everybody to agree with me and only me. Um, <laughs> damn there. <laughs> let's break this video down. So, all right. If you do not know who that was, that was Alex Loveland or Alex Chalkley, whatever the hell her name is. Um, shout out to y'all that be on YouTube commenting on one video that I have of her. That's 45 minutes. You know. <laughs> Shout out to y'all that comment on the video because when you comment, I'm laughing because y'all be fighting with me and I'm pissed because I need YouTube. 
Stop deleting their comments. For those who not know, if you do not, if you leave a comment on a YouTube page, especially if you're not active on YouTube, they will delete your comments that you leave on somebody else's video if they if YouTube deem it not as value. So I don't even get to see it doesn't show up on my video. It shows up in my notifications. YouTube do does this because they say, hey, this person is not bringing value to your video or page. So we're not even going to allow other people to see it. Now, I'm saying that to say this. I, it is so whack. Not because I get a lot of support comments, because I would love to respond back to these people and I don't get the opportunity to. So, first of all, for y'all who leave stupid ass comments, shout out to y'all. Coke about to smoke. Yeah, look, I'm. I'm <laughs> so I'm about like we could talk shit. I'm. I'm always here for it. I'm always there for it. Now, now let's get back to what we're doing. And then shout out to y'all. Every week I get two comments. One from somebody that's hating and one from somebody that's supporting. So I find it funny. But now let's get to her video. Y'all photographers, us photographers, have to stop being mentored or seeking mentorship or seeking to support people that treat you like that. That talk to you crazy like that. That is exactly what you just said. You said you just want to be somewhere where you just hear yourself talk pretty much. Right. And Shorty's getting up on there. She has a newborn. She's holding a bottle. I think it's a Dr. Brown bottle. So I will tell Alex this. Them bottles is undefeated. Um, <laughs> she's holding these bottles. She's has the. She's holding. She's feeding her kid with her chin, and she's walking around her house <clears throat> on Facebook Live, telling y'all that yo, you can get the f out of my group. Right. If you don't like what I'm saying, and if I catch you liking somebody that don't like what I'm saying. Because I'm trying to make you all this money. Y'all both can get the fuck out. That is crazy to me. Y'all sit around here. And I'm saying y'all because I'm not in the group no more. I was invited into the group. <clears throat> and I'm I'm hey, I'm like y'all who got kicked out. <laughs> Boot. Because I got kicked out the first day. I ain't last 24 hours in that damn group. Because I was just like, yo, I have a question. She don't want no questions, bro. You're going to poke holes in her six figures. Well, <laughs> what a transition. Because, all right, so before we even get there, before we get to that, man, claps for the transition, man. You know what I'm saying? Um, before we get there, I watched this video. Shout out to the person that just sent that to me. You know who you are. Um, I, I'm watching that video, and I'm looking at it, and I go, it made me think about me. I am here to announce, in 2022, I'm going to be a nicer person. Mm. <laughs> Somebody tell Key. Uh, <laughs> I'm going to be a nicer person. I'm going to be nice. I'm going to, when I'm in these photography groups, I'm not, I'm not going to be shooting shit down no more. I'm not going to be talking shit no more. Um, I'm really, if I think you full of shit or if I think somebody else is giving you dumbass advice, I'm going to let you take that dumbass advice. Now. We all got to be on our own journey. Hey, you know what I said before, get through the pain and get through the pain, bro. Oh, look, I heard that. <laughs> yeah, I put it in there. Um, I'm just gonna be a nice person. So, yeah. I landed on one of Alex's uh, guides, and so I get this guide. I'm going through it, and I'm reading it, and I pay for it. Let me put it like that. So, anybody that hit me up, you want to know? I paid for this guide. Right? It's paid for. It's paid for. Let's put it like that. It was paid for. Right. <laughs> and so I get this guide and I'm looking at it and I'm like, mm, is it worth it? So much so that it bothered me. I called you. Right. Amir ain't no photographer, <laughs> by the way, just to give everybody a heads up. So I'm looking at this guy and I was going to be, I'm nice. And I'm like, I'm about to turn over a new leaf, you know, but before we do that, 
Before that leaf is turned, we are officially about to review Alex Guide, the ultimate pricing guide for profitable photographers. I am here to give y'all a review. I'm trying to get my six figures. Listen, <laughs> Amir is here. Um, Amir is going to chime in as he see fit. He's going to ask questions. <laughs> and like somebody else wrote in a group who just started doing photography, if Amir like what he hear, Amir might just quit his job tomorrow and go start doing boudoir photography. So if you for the dudes, it's a, it's a market that's not tapped. That is a market that's not tapped. I did some did see somebody who did erotic boudoir, and I went on their website, and it was definitely soft porn. Like, <laughs> here's the thing, it was dope, dope. I'm not gonna lie, <laughs> but it was ain't porn. Wrong with soft porn, like porn literally, hard. the person ejaculated on somebody. Oh, and they're, that's they're, like a, that's a whole thing. That's like a porn. Yeah, I said it was. That's not literally soft. soft Okay. That's hard. Well, literally. <laughs> it, but it was like artistic. It was the I angles. Yeah. It was the colors. I'm like, damn. Yeah. <laughs> Listen to me talking about it's the colors. And I just told you somebody came on somebody. Yeah, it's the colors. Uh, the black and the white. You know, the white and the white. The green, the green, shut whatever, up. whatever you want to call it. So I'm looking at this shit. And um, anyway, here we go with Alex. <laughs> if y'all do not know who Alex Chalkley is or whatever. Her name is Alex Loveland. Look her up. This is actually free promotion for her. Check out her page. Oh, Check out her website. Um, before we get started, she has a group on Facebook. Look up her name. Join her group if you want to. I don't really care. She's promoting six-figure businesses. She I is promoting that you can join her group. You can spend right now. Her guide, the guide that we're about to talk about, is $1,400. Woo! She's. It was $600. Woo! <laughs> um. But she's promoting that. Hey, I mean, Beyonce start- did say the price going up, but the price look not up there. Donations. Shout out to everybody that donations to this guy. Donations. Please, right, that's enough. <laughs> um, and here we go. All right. First things first. She gives a welcome things talking about say, hey, I hope you find this detailed guide extremely useful in designing for whatever. She gives a list of chapters for this book. First of all, before we get started, <laughs> it's a little over twenty pages. Okay. If I'm paying six hundred dollars, when I when when I found this guy, when I got my hands on this guy, when I purchased this guy, six hundred dollars, right? Yeah. Um. If I'm paying six hundred dollars for a guy, it better at least be fifty seventy five pages. Right. So right now, we're paying somewhere around like thirty a page. There's there's no videos in there. It's no videos. Um. The first page is the table of contents. I paid $30 for a table of contents. A little less, almost $30 for a table of contents. Let's just round it up. Everything is $30. So the first page is $30 for a table of contents. You could have kept the 30 and I ain't need your table of contents, all right? <laughs> then she breaks in. Um, her first lesson is how the fuck do I price myself? That is super funny. Um, I was Y'all heard her language. You hear the way she talks to photographers. So don't be surprised that she used crazy language, right? So, and I'm not going to go through page by page because I don't think I'm allowed to do that. She ain't finna sue my ass. Right. Cause Look, child. do I like the girl? I think she's funny. Yeah, it's a good show. It, she gives me good content. Okay? <laughs> so, Alex, I have nothing against you. Keep doing uh, what you're doing, girl. Keep doing what you're doing. Because every week I get DMs about you, and I think it's fucking funny. So, you're doing this. She breaks everything down about how you do sell, uh, session fees, how you what's the um, psychology on price list. Um, she does recap on collections. How do you show your price? 
And she even gives you an example of a PDF. It's a bunch of other stuff. I just named out randomly four or five lines or whatever, right? Um, if I could tell anybody this about her pricing guide, I would put it like this. Her pricing guide is simple. You have, and I told y'all this the last video before I got my hands on her guide. It's a session fee plus collections. She's not the person who invented that. She's not the only photographer that promotes that. She's not the only photographer or mentor that says, hey, this is what you do. She's not the only one. And honestly, I'm going to be fair. Her guide is one of the cheaper ones compared to these other photographers that's out there. Um, she talks about everything in here from um, you do you a session guide, how you would talk to the person on the phone, how you get them to prepay for everything. How do I get them to turn and say, all right, um, how do she even breaks down in here? How do you create a collection? The psychology of going behind of present somebody collections or a la carte, which is not a bad idea. Yeah. It's kind of like um we've worked in the hospitality industry, right? We've worked in banquets, right? Yeah. There's always a la carte options in yo, you can we'll make a collection for you. Yeah. Or a bundle, whatever the case may be. Um, that's her logic here. Now, if you think that's worth six hundred dollars, that's on you. It's here. So for me, what's the good part about this? Her stuff in here, I'm going to keep it a buck with y'all. It makes sense. From what I see, it makes sense. I'm not finna hate on her for that. Um, I ain't even mad. Once I read through all of it, it only took me a few hours. It didn't take me that long. 20 pages. It's, yeah, exactly. <laughs> and so I was able to go through it and I was able to read it and say, all right, this makes sense, right? Um you're talking about session fees. You're talking about a la carte option. You're talking about present somebody collections. You're talking about why you should do this. What's the mindset of when your customer sits down with you? Why? What's going to make them say instead of spending $400 on a book or $1,400 on a book or $3,400 on a book? What's going to make them say, hey, instead of spending $3,400 on a book, I'd rather spend $8,000 on this collection that includes book, prints, wall art, whatever the case may be. She breaks that down on how you're supposed to present that to the person. Um, and it's super dope. Now, that's what I really like about it. Um, and she breaks it down in each little segment, and then she revisits it. Now, now, does she take photos for real, or she just do that? No, she's, she's a photographer. And I'm not going to lie, her work ain't bad either. Yeah. It ain't. Let me shut up. It's not that bad. Yeah. One of her followers did that to me on, on Instagram, and I felt like that was disrespect. On YouTube, it was disrespectful. She told me my work wasn't all that. Yeah. And I was like, cool. Well, that's her opinion. Just like this is yours. I clicked on her page. <laughs> yeah. I, my response to her was like, I wouldn't be judging nobody's work. Right. If I was you. And she left me to fuck alone. Charity starts at home. See, look. And so, um, all right, let's get to the bad part. And it's not a lot. A lot of this shit ain't justified. Okay. Her logic on why one um, a la carte menu should average out. Well, excuse me. Let's do it like this. Her 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 idea of why one collection should be eh, $4,500 versus having it starting out at, um, excuse me. Her reasoning for why one collection should start out at $3,700 versus $5,200 is no reason. It's no reason why you should. She's just saying, hey, if you want to make this price point, just add on an extra $1,500. Just mm. increase your prices to your client if you want to make this. 
That's why y'all fucking up at home. Just to give y'all a heads up. There's no logic on Her logic is this. If you, if Amir says, hey, I want to walk home with 2000 versus walking home with 3000 I should just add on an extra $1,000. Duh, that's common sense. Yeah. What's the buy-in? But what's the reason why? What What is the value for it? Yeah. And the reason why I'm telling people that is because what's happening with y'all is y'all coming at her because I see the complaints. Because people, rep- the people on YouTube, they find my Instagram and just DM me. Be like, yo, found <laughs> you on YouTube, bro. Um, I got kicked out the group. This is why. And they showing me other sh- shit because people are saying, hey, look, it's been a year. I haven't got anybody. Mm, it's not working it's not working yeah well why is it not working because you decided one day i want to charge fifty dollars i mean five thousand dollars for a collection that literally only costs me 600 to make right and i'm charging people four thousand you know forty four hundred extra dollars when the photographer that's better than me that's charging half of that down the street is taking home two grand and somebody's trying to figure out why why is your collection that's the exact same thing because all y'all got the same fucking guy or collection thing um because y'all copy and paste i saw a chick today was like y'all i just copied and pasted everything <laughs> so the logic is is like why you don't have it and if you don't know why when you talk to your client they're not going to understand why right. so you come in and let's say amir wants to do boudoir he wants to be a model right oh <laughs> and so somebody comes to Amir and be like yo Amir sits down they show Amir his pictures and he's like oh my goodness this is amazing I love it and somebody goes alright so your book will cost you $1,700 and Amir's like okay and it's like well, that book is in the same collection and it's $5,500 and Amir's like well where's the other four grand coming from right. I know a print costs less than a book right like what are you doing is it a glossy page like <laughs> this fool said it's a glossy page so I'm looking at it and I'm like alright a lot of this shit don't make sense. Also, um, yeah, it's not enough in here. <laughs> Let me get in here. Now, oh, one thing I do love, she does have a um, an example of a PDF price sheet that you should pre- present to people. That, to me, is the dopest part in here. The because, example, but not the numbers. Yeah, it's yeah. an example. I'll show yeah. it to you. It, it gives you, like, an example of the PDFs and, like, Examples how you should put images in here, how your price sheet should go. The reason why that's dope is because now a lot of people don't have time to read or they're not going to read and this will help them. Or when they read it, they're still lost. And this gives you some examples. Um, I believe this is old. I'm going to keep it a buck with y'all. So she might. I know her price has changed. Um, Matter of fact, let me check her price as we speak. You're blocked. I don't think I'm blocked from her website. Probably by now. She like, <laughs> oh yeah, she's gonna win. Oh my gosh, I love you though. Push that purple button. Awkward smile. Thank you. Love you. <laughs> um, no team, no shade. Yeah, look, look, look. I gave you a heads up. Um, when me and you fell out, I told you. I said, yo. I think we should talk because I don't want to have I don't not that I was threatening, but I'm like, yo, I have a platform. I do talk too much. Right. So we should have spoke. All right. When I saw this guy, <laughs> it was six hundred dollars. Now it's thirteen hundred dollars. Um, 
<laughs> Wait, I'm dying at the we should have spoke. <laughs> bro. We should have spoke. If somebody tell you they talk too much, just go with it, bro. Girls. Go listen. At <laughs> least get them on the phone and be like at least get me on the phone, mute me, walk away, feed your baby, do what the fuck you gotta do, and keep it moving. Or you should have did what we agreed to do, which was we were gonna have a conversation, we were gonna do a podcast, so you can come on here and explain why the your ultimate guide for profitable photographers is thirteen hundred dollars. Why your phone script is now on sale for three fifty. Why your guide for starting and growing your Facebook group? Because that's what everybody's supposed to do. You're supposed to start a Facebook group, invite all these women there, and women go in there, and some predatory shit happens, and all of them start booking. And mm. I'm calling it that not because because your followers called it that. They call it that on my YouTube page. You just complained. Um, I saw it in a whole nother group about people saying that. People are calling it predatory because not Alex, but people, these ladies who are promoting these boudoir things, they're, they have a certain type of woman they're looking to go after. And mm. when you search for this type of woman, um, and when you tell these women, as been said in the group, yo, can't bring your husband. Or we encourage you not to bring your husband. Um, why? Because he controls the money. That, to me, is predatory. Um, because you're hunting. It, and some people call it, oh, it's a target audience. That's a cute way of saying it. It absolutely is. So yeah. let me, I, if you want me to remove the term predatory, we can call it. You're hunting down your target audience, and your target audience is vulnerable, vulnerable uh, women. Cool, whatever. Um, but look, I want you to come on here and and why you got a Black Friday guy that's six hundred dollars? Why you have a posing guy for six hundred dollars? I want you to come on here and talk about those things. Now, somebody is saying, "Yo, Alex said I can make six hundred dollars, six figures." No, what Alex told y'all that y'all didn't want to hear. Is that when she sells you this guy, which is six hundred by six, is what twenty four hundred dollars? Thank yeah, you. A lot of money. No, six hundred by six. That's thirty six hundred dollars plus the thirteen. Now we have four five grand, and this other guy, which is six hundred. So fifty six hundred dollars. Oh, she got another guy. Um, six grand over six grand worth of guys on her website. If I get enough of y'all to buy into this shit, that's how I make six figures this year. Right. Just for anybody <laughs> that's confused. I don't want to make this make confusing make for sense. anybody. Make it make, make sense. It make sense. Um, before we move forward, <laughs> hold on. You got to talk because I got to move this camera. I'm just flabbergasted. Will you start doing this? No. Well, yeah, I'm going to start telling people I got guides in my house. You know, I can make a guide. Yeah. You know, what do y'all want to know? <laughs> I can make it happen. Because she making six figures off of lies. Uh, listen, <laughs> Um, the joke is. So I'm reading all this because me and my wife is talking about it because I was like, my wife had actually hit me up. She was like, what are you doing? I'm like, I'm reading this girl's guide. Like, it's actually pretty interesting. And my wife asked me, is it worth it? Is it worth if this is the same guy? Because mind you, she changed the price. So she might have updated it, maybe extended it. So I'm going to give her the benefit of the doubt. Well, going based on that, she probably didn't update that. <laughs> If you if your guide is six hundred dollars, right? When it was, which was the, uh, which is the price I saw at the time when I was, um, not when I purchased it, but when I saw it, um, is it worth? Was it worth the six hundred? No. Is it worth three hundred? Absolutely. Is it worth four hundred? Maybe. Um, however, I'm not mad at her for selling it for 600. I'm not mad at her for spending, uh, telling y'all to purchase it for 1300. I'm not mad at her for doing that because if you do it, that's on you. That's on you. Yeah. I can't fault the creator for, 
I don't fault the the artists um, making shitty music and y'all keep buying their albums. Yeah, that makes sense. You must like it. So you must like this shit and you must like all the rest of her stuff. Or and here's the other thing. There's no highlight on what's in this guy. So for thirteen hundred dollars, no, it's no reviews. Mm. That's why we doing one. Mm. So now y'all get to take it and say, hey, am I willing to get this guy for four hundred dollars? I mean, for thirteen hundred dollars if it's the same one, or she knocks it back down to six, is worth it. For me, it was not worth it. I can't tell you what you should do, clearly. But if it was worth three or four hundred dollars, absolutely. Um and honestly, is it a bad guy? Nah, it's really not. It's just overpriced. What about twelfth grade you? Twelfth grade me. Yeah, like views in twelfth grade, mm. trying to start your business. Would is that worth it? Okay, so that is a great question. Class for you, but we'll get there. Um, <laughs> if I'm very new to this business, is it worth it to me? Six hundred dollars. Yeah, afford it. Huh? Probably can't afford it. Well, not. Nah, you definitely can't afford it. Yeah. But let's say, let's say I got a loan, or somebody's like, "Hey, here's an extra thousand um, dollars. Use it to see fit." Let's say I don't need equipment because that's probably what you need. Um, if you like the way you shoot, would I invest in this guy? No. Yeah. Um, I would hop on YouTube. I would learn about IPS because that's all she did. That's the other thing I want everybody to understand. This is nothing but an IPS guide. This whole shit that everybody heard, this first guy is nothing but IPS stands for in-person sales. I was racking my brain. <laughs> you remember when you were younger, your, your family used to go take family photos and somehow somebody in your family would have to go back and pick out the photos and they'll show you all the options. You can get it mounted and you can get a book, yeah. blah, blah, blah. That's nothing but this. Oh, it's okay, in a guide form. Yeah. So she's telling you how to sit there and talk to somebody for $1,300. Would I do it? No. But am I mad at anybody else that did it? Absolutely. Sorry. I'm not even going to lie to y'all. Y'all idiots if y'all pay $1,300 for it. But look. You don't know you get played till you got played. Absolutely. So that's why I'm laughing at people who are just like, yo, it's not working. Duh. Look, she's in heaven here. Um, the general rule is to keep less than half of what you make. With that in mind, let's multiply 60 by 2.5 and that's going to equal 150 grand. That's what she's telling you. That's how you're going to start your price list. If you want to make 150 in a year because you want to take home 60 grand, you need to price it as this. This is the other thing that a lot of people have been talking about that nobody wants to tell y'all. If I make my guide a thousand or if I make my collection a thousand dollars, and at the end of the year, did I make six figures? Probably. Mm. But if I have to pay out to all of these companies, books, prints, and things of that nature, then guess what? You you didn't take home a thousand dollars. If you never, mind, I can't give away the plug. But um, <laughs> I was talking to another photographer, and they was like, "Yo, I actually followed her guide." I was like, "How was it?" They was like, "It worked. I made three thousand dollars on the shoot." I was like, "That's dope." They was like, "Well, I walked home with 800 I'm like, "How? Whoa, Why I had to pay out everybody?" Because in your session guy, you got to pay out your makeup and hair artist. You know what I'm saying? You got to rent mm. the studio. Some people, they they give y'all this thing like, oh, no, nah, you need to create a studio. Okay, that's cool. I created a studio. Now what? Right. Who's paying for the water, the lights, and all that shit? Okay, cool. So you're you're paying out all the stuff. So you're not making nothing off the session fee. You're making out the collection. Well, some of y'all is charging $4,000, and y'all take home is 1200 Somebody might say, oh, that's not a bad day. Well, you spent six hours doing it. Child, I don't know what they're doing. Well, 
If you want to, I got the guy, but I can't give it to you because that's illegal. I don't want her suing me. Yeah, if I if I need the guy, I'll hit you up, Alex. Yeah, you hit Alex up, and then I'm a clown your ass for spending money on that shit. She got um, she, she, <laughs> never mind. So, Alex, I want to let you know I love you. Um, God bless. God bless. God is going to bless you. All right, God this is the part you. of the podcast where Amir is going to ask questions. Um, you're going to start there, and okay. I'm going to answer questions Please, because. Amir asked the questions. I answer them. Take it away, Amir. Hey, this is from Amanda. Shout out to Amanda. Hey, Amanda. I'm pretty new to photography. I wanted to ask you, what are your favorite apps? For what? For skin retouchings. <laughs> this fool is not even going to finish the question. <laughs> I thought it was a period. No. Um, my favorite apps. I don't have an app. Um, and I know that sounds crazy. Shout out to Amanda. She asked this in the No More Pie by Gavin B. Facebook group. Join my Facebook group because I won't cuss you out. Or um, tell you to get the hell out. Or tell you to get the hell out of my group. I let people leave freely. Um, also, before we even get to Amanda's question, um, y'all that only come in the group sporadically to post y'all picture, y'all got to get the hell up out the group. Uh, sorry. I know I just said I wasn't going to curse at y'all. And then I just cursed at them. Um, <laughs> shout out to one girl. She comes in the group. And I got these blue socks on again. I was mad in my last video. I had these blue socks on. But... um. <laughs> <laughs> One girl come in a group. She don't give nothing to the group. She don't talk to nobody in the group. She literally posts her picture and be like, follow me on Instagram. And I delete her shit every time. And I just had to block her from being able to post in our group. But whatever. Anyway, um, apps I use. If you want to learn skin, it's two ways you can do this. I'm gonna give some. I'm gonna give y'all a takeaway. Call your doctor. <laughs> Look, <laughs> here's my thing. Uh, I'm not even gonna do that to y'all because your journey don't supposed to be my journey. Uh. Do this. Learn the healing tool, the spot removal tool. Please learn that. Then please learn and understand uh, frequency separation. Then please learn about dodge and burning. So frequency separation is how you're going to get it smoothed out and everything's of that nature. Um, dodge and burn is how you will see like the highlights um, highlighted in the, the burn um, or the shadows will be dark and it gives it more contrast. So keep that in mind. Try those two things out. I think you will love it. But don't use them apps because some of y'all using them apps or y'all in Lightroom using a clarity uh, slider tool and y'all pictures is looking like 70s porn. Go ahead. <laughs> and this one's from Nicole. <laughs> kind of strange question for me, but I need better help posing couples. Help capitals. Oh. <laughs> um, I always tell people this. When I do a photo shoot with couples, I give them scenes to reenact. Hmm. So let's say Amir is out with his man and we're, I'm doing a shoot. Single, ready to mingle. Look, I would be like, <laughs> I'd be like, look, walk, but act like, um, I, well, I would tell one of them to stand somewhere and I'd be like, hey, walk up on him like uh, you meet him out in the club and you want to holler at him, but say something in their ear. Uh, or, hey, I want you to walk. My favorite thing to do, and I encourage everybody to do it, tag me when you do it. You tell one person, you say, all right. I, you tell both of them, I want y'all to walk this way. When they start walking back, you tell one person stay back and be like, hey, I need you to do this. Take five steps, pinch their ass. Uh, oh, you get a good re You get the best reaction. Reaction. They both going to start laughing. It's something cool for everybody to see. So keep that. I tell everybody to keep that in mind. Um, but I always tell people, I'm like, yo, let's reenact some things. Let's try some things out. So, yeah. That's pretty cool. You set the scene and the mode. That way you can get that candy that you ain't even know you want it. See? There you go. Rodney. I don't know, Rodney. <laughs> what is the right time to make yourself a website? Uh, as soon as you, as soon as you get started. 
I hate yo. Shout out to all the photographers that do not have websites. Um, y'all are mind blowing because look, get a website. Shout out to everybody that um hits me up and like, yo, I keep listening to the pod every week, and you talk, tell us we need to get a website. Nothing is worse than when I'm looking to book you or somebody I know is like, yo, do you know a photographer? And I'm like, yeah, and I hit you up on Instagram. I'm like, yo, I got somebody that want to work with you or somebody might be a good lead for you. Um, and you go, yeah, just send them to my Instagram. No, we saw what happened when Instagram and Facebook went down. Right. You should be, and not saying that your website might not never go down because that happens sometimes too, but you should be able to say, yo, I have a website. Come check it out. Come look at it. Um, because you can host things there. You can create a blog, which will help with your SEO. People will be able to find you better. People will be able to see more of your work. So as soon as you get started, once you realize like, hey, I'm very interested in photography, start it. If anything, just as a portfolio site so you can see your work grow. Just in case something ever happens, you can pull it off your website, download it, and keep it moving. I have so a question. Yeah. What's up? Do you think people who don't have these things, like a website, and don't look, know they Look less one? professional? No, oh. no, not even that. Do, they, do you think they're not looking at themselves as a business? No, they're not. Yeah. A lot of people are scared to start businesses. Um, Clearly, because you need a website if you're going to be a business. Absolutely. Well, one of the things is, um, you know how it is. People, mm. all right. It's hard for you to have a hobby and try to find a unique way of when is it time to transition this into a business, right? True. Um, because if I'm doing something as a hobby and people are paying me, then that's cool. I just collect a few dollars here and there. It's cool. But then as people start asking you stuff, then you're like, I think certain things scare entrepreneurs because now I have to be more professional. So now I have to. Um, I have business cards. I have a website. So now people are gonna be hitting me up like, oh yeah. Um, I expect you to act this way. I expect money to come in this way. And it's like, yeah. oh, shit. Like, I expect you to answer my emails. Well, if I don't have a website, I don't have no cars, I ain't got no official pages, then I'm just a homeboy with a camera. Facts. But And that scares a lot of people. So, yeah, I think a lot of people use stuff so they can run away from doing that. But it is what it is. So get you a website. Um, all right. Before we get to some interesting topics... Um, I want to shout out Angela Perez. Shout out. Let me give her a hand clap. First of all, she's a real one. Boricua. Boricua. Shout out to Angela. Um, she is a photographer in Orlando. She is amazing. Her work is fire. Her work is. I got to look at the camera. I've been looking at you this whole damn time. But not oh, child, I'm looking look at, at you too. I forgot I was there. Yeah. Hey. Um, <laughs> Angela is super dope. Her work is amazing. Um, I found Angela one day. I was looking for something randomly on YouTube. Her page popped up, and I liked her glasses. That's why I clicked on her YouTube page. Yeah. I get there, and I'm like, oh, I think I think she is Hispanic. I'm like, oh, okay, this is dope. So, excuse me, whatever she had on her page, literally, what her work was so good. All the links she put in her YouTube page, I went and bought all of them. Oh. I bought the diffuser. About the cover, about the backdrop, she said, I, and whatever else she had in that damn video, I was like, "Oh, I'm getting all this." Like because her work was so dope, yeah. I thought I needed it. Did I? I still use it, and I'm probably gonna have to rebuy it again because I didn't tore it up. But it's cool. Um, I mean, it worked. She does amazing work, and what shocked me about her, I DM'd her, and I said, "Hey, I got a question." She said, "Yeah, what's up?" and answered it truthfully, quickly. And was straight up honest with me on other things. And it blew me away because um, I've asked other photographers stuff and got left on red. I've 
I've asked photographer shit on my page, got left on red, asking for the podcast page, and they answered me. And I'm oh. like, this is mind blowing. It's it's right. weird. They just you don't. They not. They not putting two to two together. People are a hoes. <laughs> so you know, it was it was what it was. But for her, she answered me, and it shocked me. And honestly, she encouraged me to say I need to reach out and respond to other people that ask me questions and give it back. And her, she helped me so much, man. I really, really appreciate her. She helped me transform the way I shoot and work. And I can't wait to meet you. Um, I know we talked about meeting. Um, I can't wait to meet you. I want to meet you, your family, your husband, everything, just because y'all are super dope. Her and her man work together. And they shoot weddings and they work is bomb. Like, for real, for real bomb. And, um, They're both I, photographers? Or? Mm-hmm. Okay, cool. And super dope, man. And her glasses are still fire. Um, but that's what got me there. And mm-hmm. then, you know what I'm saying? Um, it's funny because she was asking, however you say pork in Spanish. How you say pork in Spanish? I forget. It's Pernil. I don't know. Pernil. Pernil. There we go. Yeah. Amir knows Spanish. Sorry. Um, you know, but I've been like crazy for the last couple of years. So. Shut up. Anyway, so <laughs> um, she asked something about about that on uh. <laughs> she asked about that for the holidays and I was like, hold on. I asked my family and I responded to her. She was like, thank you. And so it was just super funny. So I had to ask the Ricans at the crib. But anyway, um, <laughs> she has won the grant for Sony Alpha Female. She has won that. Um, so Sony, hold on. Um, the reason why that's dope, Sony gives a, um a grant to a female every year. Um, and it's money involved, it's equipment involved, and mm-hmm. these people get to work on a project and tell a story and things of that nature. And she was selected and she won. And um, she's humble, man. She screenshotted the she's she took a screenshot of the announcement and she was just like, "Hey, I won." And then she was thanking everybody for congratulating her. She was like, "Yo, I didn't think I was this loved." And I'm like, "Yo, your shit is dope." Yeah, like. And she's humble about it. You know what I'm saying? I like her one because she curses. Um, and her videos, I feel like I actually learned something when I watch them. And you ain't BSing me around. So I really want to congratulate you on that. Um, next up, me and Amir was just talking about something similar to this. I'm going to tell photographers right now, get protected. Um, a photographer was actually followed home recently and robbed of his gear at gunpoint. Um Yo, man, people is desperate. Right. They're going to get it how they get it, bro. They're going to get it how they get it, man. And the sad part is um, it's a 23-minute video. What is that on that bottom there? I don't know. <laughs> I hate when they make black people look crazy like that. Real crazy like. Mm-hmm. Um, <laughs> apparently, uh, the police are saying that, you know, it's a lot of cases of photographers now getting robbed and shot over their gear. Um, it's a really strange market to just be robbing. Well, the the stuff is so expensive. Well, I get that, but like you really are camping out. Yeah, that's the other <laughs> thing too. You're camping out. You're following somebody home, and people are understanding that camera gear. You can flip it and make a quick buck. Let me tell you something. People that rob people um, are haters. At the end of the day, mm-hmm. they're haters because they know you worked hard for something. And they don't care. They like yo. I deserve this. Mm-hmm. Think about like saying I'm taking from you because I think I deserve what the fuck you worked for. That's some hate. That's some hate. Is that's it's, a crazy mindset. It is a crazy mindset, man. So people when I hear stories about, especially even celebrities, when I hear it's like, oh, so, you know, people are uh, breaking into people's homes, and it's like, damn, 
I know you're not home. I know you worked hard for this move. You know, you did this movie. You did this song. You did whatever. You talked this course. You sold this God. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. And somebody didn't broke in your home and they feel like, yo, screw the work you did. I want it now. It's mine. Whatever. And it's super sad, man. Um, I'm saying that to say protect yourself. Um, if you have to, go get strapped. Please protect yourself and your family. Yeah, um, have a little bat in the trunk. You're going to need more than that. Man, that's scared, man. I don't ever want to be robbed Um, and because I'm going to cry. I, mean, I don't want to be robbed that way. What? You got a way you want to be robbed? That's a hard question to answer. <laughs> okay. <laughs> oh, Jokes. Jokes. No, oh, I don't want to be robbed at all. I don't want to be robbed at all. I want, what's mine is mine. Okay? What's if mine? You take mine, God's going to give it back anyway. So just go ahead. <laughs> All right, let's start this podcast over. Um, not over. I'm a hoe in church. Hold on, we're going I'm a hoe in church. Is that what you just said? No. Y'all know my song's got meanings. Y'all see what we're going through. Hold on. When I was in jail, I was low key. I was supposed to jail. Full workout and go sleep. You know I'm praying he carrying both feet. No, we got God with us. You still are. You know we gotta talk about Facebook. Give me a second. Yes. I am what God produced. Um, I want to welcome everybody to the second half of this podcast. This is not going to be that long because I'm hungry. And me and Amir are trying to avoid a trip. Um. Facebook is shutting down its facial recognition. My question to you is, did you know that Facebook had facial recognition? Bro, I was just, what? (laughs) What? I don't get that. Wait a minute. Exactly. Where? I don't know, but they're getting rid of it. Yo, they really think they slick. Bro, what was we talking about before this podcast? They think they own everything. But the thing is, for them to come out and say, we get rid of Facebook recognition is just a, it's a tactic to get us talking about nothing. And the other, but but it's a whole bunch of something at the same damn time because the hell is going on over there? Uh, Literally, like, bro. All right. So before this podcast, me and Amir was having this conversation (laughs) about how, (laughs) about how Facebook know too much. Mm -hmm. And we was talking about how, Facebook used us, high school kids, early college kids, and they said, hey, we're going to attack attack this group of people or encourage or attract this group of people. And guess what? It turns into they're going to bring their aunts, mm-hmm. then they're going to bring their grandparents, mm-hmm. they're going to bring their cousins. Everybody's going to come here because guess why? Guess what? Your 60, 55, 50-year-old, 45-year-old mom, grandma, whoever the case may be, needs to find her friend who she has not spoken to in 30 years from high school. And they are going to get on Facebook for that. And we just get more people on this platform. How many people on Facebook right now? Let me, hold on, give me a second. Better yet, look at, go find your ma. And I bet you she's sitting on the couch doing this. Look, oh, absolutely. You already know. And it's not Instagram. They're on Facebook. (laughs) Facebook has roughly 
2.9 billion users. Mm. That is crazy, bro. It's outlandish. And they have and all of this a, information. That's an app, bro. It's basically an app. It's tragic. It's tragic. It is because even in just my small world. Absolutely. Think about your world, right? You okay. have your phone. You have your phone. Yes. You have your your computer. Uh-huh. Back in the day, we had iPads, too. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yep. And iPods. Yeah. And sometimes you could have all of your devices with you, and you would get on Facebook here, and get off, get on Facebook here, yep. get off, get on Facebook there. And you're like, damn, what yep. am I doing? <laughs> you know what I mean? So just think about how, even if we say we don't fucking use Facebook, we using it. Look, and they make sure we do. you need it. Yeah. They make sure you do use it, and mm-hmm. they make sure you need it, and they find unique ways to be like. You can sign on from Adam for Adam. Not that I'm on there. But you could through Facebook, bro. (laughs) (laughs) You could through Facebook. Why? Why would anybody ever want to do that? And think about it. You get on these dating apps. They know what you like, who you like, who you who you see. And then isn't it amazing? You see people on apps and then you on one app that's not with Facebook. Then you get on Facebook and they be on your suggested friends. And you be like, yeah, what is going on here? Right. And. I don't even know you, literally. I, I don't know this, Nick. Um, even if I do know you, I don't fucking know you. RIP to everybody that was killed or was affected or was harmed at the Travis Scott um, concert in Houston. Super sad situation. Mm-hmm. Um, I am a Travis fan. Um, I have been to several Travis Scott concerts. Are they always called Astroworld? Or is that just his uh, album? No, so Astroworld... Used to be a theme park, yeah, in Houston. Okay, and what happened from my understanding, correct me if I'm wrong, um, people, but from my understanding, that was always the theme park. And what ended up happening was, um, that theme park got tore down, and so every year he has a thing called Astro World, and it's actually on the same field, um, where the where the uh, the amusement park used to be. Okay, so he used to go there every year. Apparently, like, his people was broke, but every year they used to take him there as, like, a treat. Okay. And so that's why he calls his concert there. Um, super sad situation, man. Um, I'm going to put it like this. I've been to several Travis Scott concerts. They are, they are always wild. I'm going to keep it a buck. Um, there's always a mosh pit of some sort. There's always um, – I remember the first concert I went to, I told Karina, I said, yo, I want to – like, let's go into the mosh pit area. Like, stand there. Oh, well, and so why would you want to do that? <laughs> because the the tickets are cheaper than the seats, if I'm not mistaken. Probably. That's and, why they're down there fighting. <laughs> and the thing was, it was one of those situations where it was like, all right, we can go to this. We can be up there. And Karina goes, absolutely not. Because somebody pushed me, we're going to have a problem. So I was like, all right. And so we sat in the seats in the, um, it was at an amphitheater. So we sat, right? And, bro. Who came out first? Um, damn. I forgot who came out first, but it was super dope. They came out, and you know, there's like a 30-minute intermission, right? Yeah. The lights turn off, and Travis comes on. The boy behind me jumps over the seats and splits me and Karina. And I caught him, and like he fell into the seat in front of me. And I go, yo, you good? Because I'm thinking, I don't know what happened. And he's just standing there. And then I was like, he you could tell he, he was young. He was just hype. And then Karina goes, yo, get the fuck back in your seat. Just like C. Lee would. And I'm like, (laughs) 
I'm like, yeah, bro, you got to go back to your seat. And mind you, I don't know where he came from. Bro literally just stepped over back in his seat. And he was chill for the rest of the day. And I like that always scared me because I remember the first concert I went to, I went to the Kanye West concert, the Glow in the Dark concert for graduation, if I'm not mistaken. And I remember the dudes behind me were drinking. They were young, uh, they, but they were over 21. And they were so drunk when Kanye came up. Jamar was like, you might need to move because he's going to puke. Like, And oh, he didn't, man. but it was yeah. still scary, right? And so... I remember I'm looking at this young boy. I'm like, for him to jump, drugs or alcohol or just pure adrenaline is involved, right? And so I'm telling everybody this because I went to that concert. It was wild. Um, I went to the his last concert, um, which was that time on the cable, and we didn't even sit on the floor this time. <laughs> we actually sat in the stands. Yeah. And I say that to say, sitting there, I realized on my row, this is a basketball arena, so the rows are long. On my row, I was the oldest person on that row, and I was, this had to be, I don't even think we was married yet. So I had to be like 30, or whenever his last, whenever Houston Land, uh, not Houston Land, that's Drake. Whenever Astro World came out, <laughs> that album first came out, um, that's when it was. So that might have been like two years ago. Um, but anyway, I remember being just the youngest person there, I mean the oldest person there, and I'm like, yo, the boy beside me was 14. Bro, but the thing is, is his music is not. Kid. Kid like yeah, it is. I when I drove Uber, I remember these kids. They would always be like, no. "Could you do this?" And I'm like, "No." But the thing is, is none of that, none of that music was getting me that hype. So the kids <laughs> love it though. They love. I love Travis Scott. <laughs> that shit get hype when you're there. And I put it like this: <laughs> it he, get hype. It's a so it's mosh pit worthy. Yeah, bro. It's rock and roll. Like when we was kids, like a, it's he's, rock and he's roll. A rock. He's a rock star, bro. He gets up there. He starts shaking them little plats or whatever the fuck them shits is. He starts screaming. Because when you see him, yeah. or if you follow him, he looks tired, zooted all the time. Yeah. Yes, he like, is. When you see him and Kylie, you kind of like, how did they get together? Like, it's still, I'm still confused on how he got two babies out of her. But that's a whole other subject. But, <laughs> well, you know. <laughs> but when you get to his concerts, he's a whole different person. But she had two babies. Yeah, she pregnant now. Amir has been under the rock. Kylie is pregnant now with Jenner. Yes, with the second baby. Oh, I remember she had. Oh God, she was at. Where have I been, bro? She was at this concert with Stormy. Oh, hopefully on backstage. No, they showed him in the crowd. (laughs) Um, his music. It is a young crowd when you go there. Yeah. Um, the reason why this is all jacked up. I have been at concerts. I have been asked to take pictures at concerts. I've been on stage and took pictures at concerts. You can't see shit in that audience. I want everybody to know that. Mm -hmm. I was telling my sister that the other day. Like when you're on stage and you look out and I'm not running around jumping. I'm not. Travis Scott's job is not to. And it's going to sound so um, insensitive. And I hope nobody takes it this way. His job is not crowd control. His job is not to monitor the crowd. His job is not your safety in the crowd. His job is to perform. Entertain. To entertain. Mm -hmm. Now, I want everybody to know. There is somebody responsible for what happened. Um, can he play into the responsibility? Absolutely. So I'm not trying to say that. But what I am trying to say is he his job, Some um, there's somebody else who's there. Security, the promoters, things of that nature, the venue. They are in charge of those things. Mm-hmm. Um, making sure it's enough uh, paramedics there. Making sure it's enough police officers there. Making sure it's enough security there. To block people from getting on the stage. To to keep it a buck, those people who got on the stage 
to yell at camera people, they shouldn't have never been allowed yeah, to get there. That's what I was wondering. I was like, how do they even get there? Exactly. So everybody's like, look, you got people on stage saying stop the show. First of all, you're asking a, a cameraman who probably makes $15 an hour yeah. in a pandemic, which ain't enough, who's recording a show to be on live TV. You're asking him who has somebody talking in his ear and he's listening to the music. You're telling him, yo, I need you to stop the show. Somebody's dead. He's not knowing if you lying, if you playing, because if he stops and you're lying, you're bullshitting. He loses his job. Right. He's not getting hired again. Whatever. Um, and so, you know, it's an unfortunate situation, man. Um, I have always been the type to say I think there should be an age limit on concerts. Um, Agreed. Uh, 10-year-olds being there to me does not make sense. 14-year-olds. Like, yo, they had somebody who was fresh in high school lose his life. I wonder if Sad. he was alone. You think he was alone? I don't know. Um, two best friends who went there together both died. That's super sad. Um, it was a, a it was one girl who's twenty one. I don't know why they talked about her as a high school cheerleader when she was twenty one, but whatever. Um, she lost her life, and it was super sad. Um, it was just a sad situation to watch, man. And it's a sad situation because for him, I told my boys, I was like, man, I hope somebody get him some mental help because that has to be tough to say, yo. Um, I am an entertainer. People come to my show and they lost their life. And not one, not two, more than a handful of people lost their life at my show. Yeah. You know, and then, yo, I hope the people um, get paid. They find justice, uh, find some type of peace in this, um, who lost lives. Some of y'all out here suing people and y'all went home that night. I guarantee this will change how he produces his shows Mm -hmm. or however his people produce his shows and how they move forward with his music. Um, I think this is going to change how concerts are done. Well, yeah, like you said, I mean, definitely, I think there's 100% should be an age limit. I remember my very first concert. Mm-hmm. They used to have this uh, fest. I can't remember. I was young. I was really young. Mm-hmm. But I can't remember exactly what the fest was, but it was on the beach in Jersey. Mm-hmm. And it was crisscross. They okay. Were, they were rapping. Yeah. And <laughs> rapping. I was on my dad's shoulders, but we all had to leave because there was people spraying bleach and uh, damn, and water guns. Yeah, you know what I mean. And that's a memory that I had. I and I confirmed it with my aunt not long ago. I was like, "Did this happen?" And she yeah. was like, "Yeah, that definitely happened." Yeah, it's <laughs> like when when I was concerned of when I was at his concert, um, in Charlotte. The boy beside me was fourteen. His friend was fifteen. They lived in Clemson and they drove up here to see him. And I said, "Neither one of y'all old enough to drive." Right. And I was like. Yo, and I told the boy, I said, yo, get home safe, bro. Because the concert is not going to end before midnight. You know, it's going to yeah. end right before midnight. And I'm like, Clemson is easily three hours, two and a half hours away. Mm-hmm. Like, y'all have a long troop back home. Like, y'all be safe. Because that's a lot. Getting out of here. Getting out of, you, you've you been to the arena. It's hard getting out of there with traffic. Yeah, yeah. You know what I'm saying? And if one police officer pull y'all over, it's over. Especially if you're not used to driving in the city, period. Yeah, Any driving city. in Clemson and driving in Charlotte is a lot different. Yeah. And so, you know, <clears throat> thinking about that, um, I remember I saw one girl. She was at a festival in Vegas. I don't know who it was. And she had her little kids out there. And the thing was, she lived in Vegas. In Vegas, you can smoke weed. Everybody's smoking weed. And her kids are like under six. Both of them are. And I was like, damn. Contact. Like, that's. That's. Yeah. Contact. Right. You know what I'm saying. But, you know, she's mom of the year. Um, so <laughs> it was just interesting, man. I was just like, man. Um, but prayers up to everybody, man. Um, are you scared of music? Like, does music festivals scare you? 
So I'm never going to a music festival again. It's not because of this. It's because I went to the J. Cole Festival and I was like, it's not for me. It's too yeah. many people. Um, if I pay all this money to get in here, I want some of paying the high dollar prices when you go to concerts is being as close as you want yeah. or being as comfortable as you want. Um, I went to J. Cole. It was free. So I'm going to keep that up. Let's, keep, let's be honest. Right. <laughs> and I remember telling my wife, I'm like, we would st- we could stay longer if I could sit in the VIP section where it was bleachers. So and, you know, people because what happens is when you move, you're never getting that seat. Back. Yeah. So you do have people that push. And, you know, when one person start pushing, you fall into the next person. More people start pushing. Yeah. And it is like a rush. When he, bro, I'm telling you. Haven't you seen Selena? That's what my wife said <laughs> a couple of days. She was like, damn, it's just like Selena. She right. said, you remember the stage? Yeah, you remember the stage? Look, yeah, and yeah. that's what happens. Mm-hmm. But um, am I going to a festival again? No, never. I'm good on festivals. Yeah, I was good on festivals when that man shot in Vegas shot up that country festival. And I said, this happening in country music, bro? Oh, yeah, yeah. I remember that? No I remember yeah. that. Mm-hmm. Um, and I was, you know what was scary? What's scary is driving by that hotel. And understand, bro, shot out of a hotel window. Right, which working in a hotel and understanding how hotels are. Yeah, and difficult that is. Like the whole setup of that, that took that took a lot of mental. You know what I mean? Um, to to arrive to a hotel, to knowing that you're bringing in high powered guns into a hotel, to say I'm going to shoot out of a window at a hotel, Mm -hmm. and I know that I'm going to light this shit up, and I'm not going to be around after this. Right. And just to cause havoc on place. And then for us, you know what I'm saying, um, we was all working at hotels then. It was like, yeah. damn, like, you don't know what these guests bringing in here. No, and that's mad scary. That that's, is super scary. It's, and it's true, like, keep, any job you have, any job, I happen to always work with the public. Mm-hmm. But when I was working at the airport, I was very scared. Absolutely. Because I was like... They keep saying it's the busiest airport, the busiest airport. And I'm like, dude, the busiest place. I mean, some shit going to go down. Something got to be going to go down and you get scared. Yeah. Um. Last thing before we get out of here. Jeff Bezos. How do you. Let me. Did you. you I showed you the video. Jeff Bezos oh, girlfriend <laughs> saw Leonardo DiCaprio and Leonardo. she was she was re- ready to risk it all. Who wouldn't? You know the saying Leonardo do no wrong for the motherfuckers that don't want to know. <sighs> Women love him. I think I it's the know. swoop. No, it's the Titanic. Yeah, he had the swoop then. <laughs> I don't. It's just I don't Jack know, had look, the swoop. I don't even. You know, I don't even do that <laughs> that way all the time. <laughs> Sorry, I pushed the wrong button. <laughs> yeah, it was funny. <laughs> but, I did not mean Leonardo, to give him a hand clap. <laughs> Leonardo, he's she was chill, ready to risk. Her. She was cute. She was. She was all. Of, first off, is he that tall? I, I hope he was on a platform. They say he's six feet, but if he's six foot, they they four foot both of them exactly. So I'm looking at. I'm like Jeff Bezos definitely has to be like five two. They could be swingers. Um, somebody wrote on Facebook that all married couples is swingers. No, 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 no. I don't believe that at all. Me, either. but did you know? I learned this when I was bartending. Did you know? Just recently, I think I oh, asked this. I don't know if I told you. No, we're not swingers. No, I know y'all not swingers. Oh. But apparently, if you go to the grocery and you have your pineapple upside down in your grocery cart that's the, the sign that you swingers that you swingers they're going to invite you wow over. that's what i heard and i googled it and it's true but apparently most this happens at trailer parks and you just put a sticker on your door um so whole world child this whole world um <laughs> so what's funny about that is only my wife go to the grocery store well make sure that pineapple upside down you have people knocking on your door Oof. hope she cute 
<laughs> it don't always gotta be a woman, bro. Like I, said, I hope she cute. <laughs> you better hope she. <laughs> I'm just telling that I would have child. Did you watch that sex movie? The show? No, I'm not a sex fan. No, what are you talking about? no, it was a show on Netflix. <laughs> it was called Sex Ed or something like that. But Sex Life? Sex Life. Karina yeah. watched it. I didn't. Yeah. Do I need to watch it? See what no, she is? It was into? actually mad good. Not a show was mad good, but it was pretty much about this girl who used to be like real, like sex was her thing. And then she tried to live the life of being married with kids. Uh, try to be regular. Um, I, I met a young lady. I was about to tell too much of her business. Um, I definitely that, that happens, man. I've been working on it too. Yeah, I definitely had a client. Um, the reason why that's funny. One time I was talking about Jamar on another podcast, and he's like, "Bro, you couldn't just leave me out of that." Right? You're like, whoops. <laughs> Sometimes you don't realize you said too much till you said it, and you didn't you even said it a year later. Yeah. So, <laughs> and so, um, what's funny is, um, I t- I had a client. And she told me when she was in college, she was addicted to sex. And I was like, oh, okay. Yeah, everybody likes sex. Yeah. She was like, no, no, no. My four years, I knocked off over a thousand people. And I was like, wow. I just had I a was daydream. Like, I, whoa. <laughs> Not it's about a, her, but just like oh, a thousand bro, motherfuckers. Bro, and I was like, <laughs> I, I asked her, I said, how did you get there? And That's she real said, easy. Exactly. Yeah. She said, as a woman, it's easy. Yeah. She said, also, um, Wait, how did you get to a thousand? How did you get to being addicted to sex? No, how did you get to a thousand? Oh, because a thousand people is a lot of people. Is she adding, giving blowjobs? Um, I don't know. I didn't ask oh, her that. Right, you know, I'm here. not the best at yeah asking questions. questions. Yeah, yeah. Um, so I asked her <laughs> if you know me. I don't never ask follow up questions because I'd be so flabbergasted by shit. But I asked. Her, I said, "How did this happen?" And she said, "All right, you start as a freshman." She said, "You have a year." I said, "Okay." She said, "You think about it. It's not as bad as you think. Every year, you just got to do um two fifty. That's how she, this is her life. She said, <laughs> I have four years. She said, I was at college for four years. I yeah. think she was actually there for like four and a half, five yeah. years. She was like, every year you knock off 20, 200 people, right? 200, 250. She says 12 months. You know what I'm saying? She said, if you do the math, you start realizing like, oh, it's only 20 people a month. I was so, right on track then. So, oh gosh. Back and in the day. So I go, okay. And then she goes, <laughs> Every day I had sex, I know at least once. So she said every year I had sex at least once. Yeah. She said, well, what ended up happening was it wasn't always with the same person. Mm, she, said, she said every day I was having sex with multiple people. God damn. So she was like, I would have sex before class. She said I would have class in the morning, evening, and at night I had a different person. She said yeah. I at least had sex three times a day, all the times with three different people. So I was like, damn. And, um, she's, and then she was like, was it sometimes I just couldn't because I was out of town or I was at my parents' house? She was like, absolutely. But it didn't matter because I made up for it, whatever. And she's yeah, like, goal. yeah. And I was like, did you plan this out? She said, no, it just happened. Okay. And then she said, well, once you start getting into sex and you people, she was like, men are finding out you're addicted to sex and they start inviting people. She said, so now I'm not, I'm having threesomes. Hmm. She said, now I'm doing orgies. She was like, so maybe I didn't have sex. I had sex once this week. But I had an origin. It was 10 of us. Yeah. She said, so I had sex with 10 people that day. Yeah. And she, so when she broke it down, for me, I was like, damn, I see how you got to 1,000. She's like, and yeah, she didn't say mm-hmm. I had sex with 1,000. She said, I know I at least had sex with 1,000 people. Yeah, that makes sense. And, and no judgments on here either. No judgments on for yeah. me because I was sitting there like, wow. Yeah. And. I was shocked. It's crazy when once you get into something, how far you can get into it. Period. Absolutely. Not even knowing. Like, what your life can become a whole thing bro and when i shot when i was talking to her she was married 
And she was like, my husband has no idea. Well, this is her show. It's got to be her. <laughs> this was you, girl. If it's you, she got a Netflix deal. Damn, I need to find her. Right, because she owes you some money for uh, promoting the help. show. That and yep. being a counselor. And never mind, I can't. I'll tell y'all here how I originally met her. But yeah. sitting there talking to her about that. But anyway, back to Jeff Bezos. What do you think happened when he got home? Uh, he's already divorced, so I'm sure he, he caught that. You think he cussed out? Yeah. Yeah. First off, unless they are swingers. Um, yeah, let's say they're not. Yeah. Or unless he really did, he's with her because he knows that she's pretty. Mm-hmm. He knows that she's cute and that she's a flirter. Sometimes you know that the your spouse is a flirter. And you have windows or you have walls around what you allow, you know? I thought you was going somewhere else with this. What? Some people have kinks where they like that shit. Oh, child, we know. Amir is the king of, like, yo, you know, some people have a kink for that. I'm not in nobody's business no more. <laughs> but he loves admitting, well, you know, some people like to be humiliated. Some people like. Some people. Well, yeah, you, I like to um give the benefit of the doubt of everything. I let people, people like what they like. And that's Absolutely. important. You know what I mean? Yeah. So he, I think I think Dwayne Wade has a humiliation kink. He probably do. I wouldn't. I don't. I don't know why anybody would want to be humiliated. Yeah. Um, if you go on Reddit on a stripper thread, yeah. there's a lot of strippers who talk about how dudes like to be told, "Yo, tell me my thing is small and you can't feel it." Yeah, there was a. Uh, that's another show that's on there on Netflix. It's like um, this late this girl. It's a girl and a boy. One's gay and it's her best friend, and she's like teaching him how to be. Um, it's like the BDSM mm. Right But there's one guy Who like He wants to hear like Oh I have the smallest dick in the world And stuff like that You know what I mean <laughs> People into that shit Yeah but I would I don't know why anybody well, Like that does not turn me on So clearly I'm not into that But <laughs> Are you sure I'm sure Um. Anyway I want to thank everybody For listening Before we get out of here Amir What do you have going on In your life I'm trying to Just trying to be a better person Nah, right now I just got a new job. You know hey what I man. mean? 2020, 2020 and 2021 whooped my ass, bro. But you back. Right, but I am back. You know, and that's that's God's grace. Thank you for filling in. Hold on. Is this? Who is this? This is Juice World, but uh, Travis Scott's song. Spitting hours on this fight, man. This ain't hype to you? No, I see what you're saying now. I thought this, this shit goes off. I could see, I could see, like if this was like good Listen. music, like you know, live music. Oh, I ain't go to his concert. Yeah, yeah. Let's do go. Okay, Travis Scott. Look. He got some hype song. I'm Let telling you, out. what's this called? It's called No Bystanders. It'll make it get you hype in the morning. This should have you lit. Listen, when I used to play football, my stepdad, he was listening to rock and roll, you know. Good now? Huh? Going to the game? No, he was going to practice, and I would have to listen. Let the bodies hit the floor. <laughs> Let the bodies hit the See, I know. know that song. Come on, come on man. Yeah. Anyway, we're going to holler at y'all next time. That means buy your own boobs. Put it on God. He don't want to put me on top. Can't be put in a box. Got to move on the ops. Never got to move on the drop. Nigga try to move on the sky and move that deep. Trying to run down shit steep. Got to act a fool with the squad. Next city, no seat. On this flight, man. Told the pilot ain't no fight plans. Can't believe whatever I'm saying. And ain't no one.